0: You're listening to Everyday Humanity.
1: Lead the way. Okay. I love oh, this girl. Tony, don't tell her that. <laughs> you give her an inch, she's going to take a mile. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> I mean, hi, Beth.
0: Hi, Dennis. Welcome back to Everyday Humanity. This is interesting. I almost started to welcome our listeners back, and then, you know, I just was prodded a little uh, more quickly than usual. So, listener, welcome back to Everyday Humanity. Obviously, Dennis is here alongside me. Just the two of us this week are your hosts, and we are joined by one of our fellow staff members, buddy, friend... Oh, so many things, Tony. I can't wait to get into, uh, Mr. Tony Johnson. Thank you.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, we're excited you're here.
2: Well, I'm excited to be here.
0: I, I can't tell by your face just yet, but I'm hoping that's true. <laughs> it is. It I, is. Know, <laughs> <Just> I know. I <laughs> know. I saw you earlier. We saw you earlier at our Meet the Mission lunch, and that was fun. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, do you want to maybe just start by sharing with everyone what you do on staff here at Mel Trotter Ministries?
2: What I do on staff. Mm-hmm. I'm a director of dining um, I do uh, meal preparation uh, payroll time simplicity the scheduler um, I coach I teach I encourage I we pray together uh, before we serve our meals um, have an awesome crew who believes in me and it makes it a just a great 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 place to work okay. it's good we have fun that's what we're supposed to do we learn, and we have fun, and we want to make sure that the people not only, you know, just eat the food, but, you know, like the food and want to come back and, you know. So it's, it's been it's been remarkable since joining here at the Mail Trotters.
0: What year was that?
2: Wow, I could go back 15, 17 years ago. You need a calculator. We both did. I never left. I always had Mail Trotters. Um, even when I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings, Smashbreaker, I had a you know, a relationship with male trotters. I would come in and, and do open interviews. I would hire people in programs, and and if they were homeless and here in male trotters, I, I hired them. And uh, I, once I came here, I never left. I stayed a year in the program. I stayed a year in aftercare. And when I left, I always had a relationship.
1: And, and that's that's what's so cool is you have a multifaceted story around Meltrotter, right? Because you came which which we'll get into in a minute, you came to Meltrotter as a guest. Mm-hmm. So you needed the, the help and the services of Mel Trotter, mm-hmm. and then through all of that, which I know you'll get into, mm-hmm. um, you end up going sort of out into the business world, keeping, as you were just talking about, this entire connection to Meltrotter. Yes. And now it's sort of come full circle because <laughs> now you're working at Meltrotter, yes. leading a department yes. and um, and serving guests in a different way. Yes. And you can relate to them because you mm-hmm. were a guest. So, to, mm-hmm. to the extent that you're comfortable, would you share your story of how you became a guest and what that experience was like at Mount Rider?
2: Well, came from. Flint. I was born and raised in Flint, Michigan, and I have a son um, who's in prison with life with no parole. Um, I had a, you know, a, a drug addiction. I was addicted to crack. But I was addicted to crack before it was even crack. It was called free basin back in the days. And for years, I thought I was a functioning addict, go to work, make my money and party at the weekends. But it uh, I found out that this addiction was bigger than me, bigger than anything I ever faced where, you know, it came to a point where I used to live and I lived to use, you know, mm-hmm. that it just consumed my life. And. You know, you hurt the people that love you, you know, my family. <clears throat> um, and, you know, the the trust and, you know, my son, we had a good relationship. He was a wrestler. I was able to, you know, I was a wrestler. I got a chance to coach my son. That was one of the highlights of my life. You know, uh, win, lose, or draw. We had a good time. We, he was, he was a warrior. Um, but when he... Graduated from high school. He didn't go to college like I didn't he didn't he hit the streets and uh, He was started selling drugs and he had a daughter my granddaughter and my son and another member of his gang Committed a six felony life sentence crime at 21 years old and uh, Said he he was given life with no possibility of parole so it, it was you know to the point to where you know it's very depressing for me um, I didn't want to hear it I didn't want to hear nothing nobody could tell me then I was in a such a deep depression that my drug use just um, the out of control you know you know, you know and um, there's nothing nobody could say or do to to help me because I didn't want to hear it I was upset I was mad as mad at myself because as a father I seen all the signs and did nothing mm-hmm. because of my drug use, it makes you selfish and think nothing but about yourself. You know, you hurt the people that you love. And uh, when he was sentenced, I got on the bus and I went to you know, I went to Grand Rapids with $15. And I didn't have any money, I just had a bus ticket. And I ran into one of my wrestling buddies who was went to Michigan State at the wrestling. He was doing real good and he gave me $15. He said, here you go, that's how I got the money. Wow. But I just wanted to start over, and, and I remember this bus ride, and, and I'm praying to God, you know, that I don't know what's going to happen, but if you're real, you got to show me. I mean, I, I, I wanted to commit suicide. I didn't, didn't want to live anymore, mm-hmm. but I just got on that bus and wanted to see, you know, what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not ready to surrender yeah. my will, not ready to give up. Still want to use drugs, but I want a successful life. You know, so I, you know, when I came into mail I got off at the at the bus station, and asked the cab driver where was the mission at, and he said where the cross was. You just followed the cross, and so I walked there, and um, I came into that to this homeless shelter, and I was on the top bunk, and my first night, I just looked around, and I I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is not. I can't. I can't do this. You know, I it, it was it was really, really difficult, you know, I never thought about being homeless, never, you know, because I could always get a job because I right. was, uh, you know, considering myself a hard worker and I could talk my way into a job. But this was something totally new, not familiar with my surroundings where anything was at. Um they said they had a program and it was a year program. And I was like, I don't have a year. <laughs> and so after after two or three years of being homeless and thirteen felonies, uh the last time I went to jail, I surrendered my will to God. I, I you know, okay. Now I want you to show me, you know, I surrender. What do you want me to do? You know, God, what is it that that I can do, you know, for you? And and he put Maltreta, the place that I ran from, is the place where I needed to be. And uh, I never forgot the guy's name. His name was Tim Herrick. He was an intake coordinator. I called him from jail and uh, he said, come on in, you know, we save a bed for you. And when I got out, I came straight there and I never left. Uh, it, when I graduated, when I left, I still had affiliations with Mel Trotters through, uh, you know, coming there and visiting, and you know. But I've been affiliated with Mel Trotters for 17 years of my life, you know. Mm. And it's the point that was very important is that when I prayed to God, I I want to see you. I we need to know that you're real. He showed me in every way in every way possible that he is real. All I have to do is trust and believe and have faith. And my God, I'm on the, the biggest time, having the greatest time of my life. You know, it's it's been great. It's been so rewarding that, you know, at my age, I'm like, you know, this this is good. I mean, if if I had money, I would work for Trotter's for free that's how much fun I'm, I have I have yeah. and to be there and to be with co-workers that on the same page and you know and I try to just make their day smile and have fun talking you know it's, it's it's been great you know
0: you always make my day. just I'm going on record here and saying that you really do. You <laughs> always you. bring such a, a smile and positive attitude and energy and you know Tony, I've heard you. your story um, several times before but not to this extent. So one just thank you for sharing you know those details yes. and the part for me that was new is that when you first came to Meltrotter you just were in that top bunk and you were I imagine in the middle of grief, right, immense pain. Your son is gone. You, mm-hmm. you have blame and shame and all the things that come with mm-hmm. being in the midst of adversity and having no idea how you got there, what right. to do next, right? right? It's many, many of our guests and just many of all of us are humans, right? You live enough yes. life. That's where we all end up at some point or another. Yes. Yes. And so for me, I guess I didn't know that you were there and then left, and mm-hmm. then you did jail time, too, is what you said. So, mm-hmm. like, how long did you stay, like, the first – Round that you were with Mel Trotter, and then you left and came back. Can you talk a little about?
2: Yes, yes, yes. Um, when I left, mm-hmm. when I was when I was homeless, and I stayed there. You know, I didn't. You know, I didn't want to be homeless, but I didn't know how to get out of the situation, not knowing anybody. So I had to, you know, make some hard decisions because I wanted my life, but I didn't want to give up drugs. So um, I looked at it. It being in the depression state that. Nobody knows me here. Right. Nobody knows me. You know, and 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 I made some bad decisions, you know, arrested thirteen times. And one time I was arrested, getting close toward the ends of my drug addiction, that um I, I went to uh they they put me at work release. And when they put me at work release, and I got a job at Buffalo Wild Wings. While in work release, they let me go to the interview, they let me, you know, i come back and I had a pass, I had a, you know, somebody who'd take me there and back, they had to, you know, fill out the paperwork, but I got the job. And so, in work release, I I was working at Buffalo Wild Wings, so when I got out, still had a drug addiction, but I wanted change. Um, So I was, and now I'm making money, so, but it ended up catching up with me. I'm not a, I was not a functioning addict. It was, you know, the trick of the enemy the whole time. And um, going back, when I, when after I was there almost a year at Buffalo Wild Wings, and I went back to jail again, and that was the last time. But I had to do like six months. I never thought I would be working at Buffalo Wild Wings again, you know, yes. and being in the program. Close to my year, me graduating, they came back and asked me, do I want my job back? Wow. Never heard of anything. Even after anything. all that? After all that. Yeah. After all that. And never did I think that that would happen, you know. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. When I graduated the program, I went to work the next day at Buffalo Wild Wings. On the bus, the number nine bus to Alpine. <laughs> never <laughs> yeah. forget. Yeah. Never forget. And I would get there. They had a little Bible and uh I would read that Bible. I got to take take one home, you know, take one with me. And, you know, I would get there early on the bus, some other side, and I would, you know. Read scriptures. You know the, the owner would come up to comedies, the the, um, the general manager, and hey Tony, they would speak, and I sit there and I read every day. And they, when it's time to push that clock, I went in and I and I worked hard every day. Mm-hmm. And for about two or three years, um, they came to me, the owners. They said, hey, we are we're going to open up a restaurant, you know, and we'd like you think about being a you know a shift lead manager. And I was like, oh, that would be great. He said, there's one thing you got to do. I said, a drug test? I could finally pass a drug test. <laughs> 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 he said, no, we, we want to hear your, um, your background record. And my heart sank. And I'm like, uh, he said, we know everything. You just got to talk to the guy. And, and um, it was great. That guy, he was so sold on me. He said, "If you need anything, you let me know." You oh, know, man. and um, it was it was great. They sent me to a Smashburger, and I was a shift lead. And they had three Smashburgers, and I was working so hard within so many hours that when another shift lead would call in, I ended up going over there. So I ended up working at two, then I ended up working at three, <laughs> and I had the keys to every store, burglar alarm to every store. Combination to the safe at every store, and that's how much they trusted me. Wow! It was unbelievable. Their yeah. comedies were, they were definitely good to me. You know, yeah. definitely. Yeah.
1: So, so how many how many years have you been clean?
2: As long as I've been stepped through the door at Mail Trotters. Wow.
1: Yeah. So that's what?
2: It's like seventeen. Seventeen years. S- like seventeen years. Wow. And the thing was that. um you know, when I was in jail that last time and I, you know, and I surrendered my will, that was it.
1: Yeah.
2: That was it. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, with Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways to acknowledge Him. Yeah. And He shall direct your path.
1: That's
2: right. Made a world of difference for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't say it for nobody else. Yeah. But it changed my life, you know, and um, it's... This has been great. And then to to go back home, you know, before my mother passed away. She passed away uh, 10 days before my birthday um, two years ago. But my mother, she, my whole family accepted me with open arms. They just heard the stories. They never came out to see me, you know. Right. They never visit, but I'm okay. But I moved far enough to where if anything happened to my mother, I could be there overnight. Right. And, um. They they're so proud of me, you know. When I would do stories and being in the the, the Mail Trotters magazine, I would send copies, and <laughs> and uh, she was so proud of me that well we would uh, get together for Christmas. And be like fifty or more of my family members, you know, and and uh, my mother came up to me in front of everybody. He's going to pray. Tony's going to pray. <laughs> I, I said, No, ma, we we in our brother-in-law house now, you know. She's like, No, Tony's going to pray. You know? <laughs> I was just 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 so blown away how you know yeah. they are my family, and and they are to this day. They are so proud of me, yeah. you know, yeah. and the things that I accomplished, you know, and. Um, Never once did I get homesick. Wanted to go back to Flint. Yeah. Not one time. Yeah. I knew my time was over in Flint. You know, my time is over. This is a new life. You know, I'm a new creation in Christ. You know, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 been great.
0: Well, what I hear is just another story of life transformation. Your life has been transformed. And what's interesting to me, those parts I said I wasn't quite familiar with your story, mm-hmm. is that. You said a couple times you wanted a new life, but you also didn't want to give up drugs. Right. So you had like both feet in, right? Like right. one foot and you just were like back and forth, back and forth. Right. And oftentimes we talk about this a lot here at Miltrotter. It's like people have expectations that if our guests would just do this, this is the thing mm-hmm. that I, from my lens and my experience, mm-hmm. um, project that if a guest just did this, then these things would happen. But if they don't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's not our timing it's God's timing and and you were not what I heard you say is that you were just not ready yet you were in your place of ongoing transformation and you Mm -hmm. had to earn trust build trust Mm -hmm. and have Mm -hmm. people come alongside you at Mel Trotter to say who are you because you said nobody here knows me and it Mm -hmm. wasn't until people formed relationships alongside you Mm -hmm. got to know you that it helped you on your journey to where you are today
1: yes Yes. so so how is so now Mm -hmm. you're you're Staff Meltrotter, you're leading our dining services mm-hmm. right um how are you being used by God now to pour into the lives of guests?
2: wow, that is a good question you know yeah, i well I, every now and then
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know i've been I've been waiting to tell somebody about this that oh great <laughs> no, it's unbelievable like when i um uh I'm there at 4.30 in the morning, and we serve breakfast at 6.30, so it gives me a chance to have some, you know, me time with God and getting ready, prepared, you know, and I always go on the balcony of my house and I ask God, you know, um, I pray that you would use me today for your glory, not mine, but for your glory, and when I'm there in the morning, I greet everybody, I greet you know we we do table touches at restaurants, so i and I do table touches, you know how's everything? Can I get you anything and the guys talk to me, they confide in me and you know, and it's just been awesome you know and I never had any problems any any problems not any of the guests you know um it's uh it's it's been great it's it's been so great because these guys they you know. To call them by their names, their first names, and, you know, and to sit down with them and with the uh, the employees at Forty Cherry, it's just awesome. You know, I have an open door policy, and and, and I think each day I'm talking to somebody, you know, encouraging. This is what I do. I'm an encourager, and I don't want. Anybody to have to go through what I went through, and I tell them guys like uh, same page this morning. I tell them guys, you know, you know, I hate to say this, but I'll be glad when you leave. You know, I want <laughs> right. to I want to see you go. Yes, you know, you got a job. You go get your sack lunch. I want to see you get out of here. And a couple of guys, I gave a timeline, like I said this morning <laughs> yeah. with the mic, a timeline. I want to see you going in sixty days. And um, yes. I'm a mentor uh, to a couple of guys, and uh, I don't want. Nobody to have to go through what I went through to show them the side. You don't have to hurt with this type of pain. We're going to go through peaks and valleys. We're going to go through pain. We're going to, you know, but it don't have to be. There's nothing that can make you turn to drugs. Not There's nothing that you go through in life, you know, that you could get depressed and want to, you know. Man, it's a good life I live today, you know. It's a good life, and... and this, this, the peace that passes understanding Just, is, you know, I come to work yeah, I might, you know, you know, go through some things, you know, with life, but mm-hmm. well, when I come to work and I hang my coat up it's time to go have fun, you know <laughs> we, we work, oh we work yes. you know, and we have fun and, and the thing is that we are going to grow having an opportunity, I didn't think I was going to be a director but having an opportunity you know, is like it's is, is mind blowing it's absolutely from where I came from to where I am now. And, you know, God gets the glory because there's something that he has for me to do each and every day. I can't speak mm-hmm. for nobody else, yeah. but there's something for me to do. And, you know, I have good work ethics and I have passion for what I'm doing, but to take it a step further, you know, and to have somebody like Andrew who's who helps me out when, you know, he's really, really, really been a great help, you know, I mean, we, and we laugh and joke. We have so much fun. That is just, it's unbelievable, you know.
0: Yeah, coming alongside each other. And, you know, if I can um, maybe pivot for one second and talk a little bit for folks that who maybe haven't had an opportunity to volunteer in our kitchen or who haven't actually been down to the mission to see it firsthand, can you describe, Tony, um, the way that right now Mm -hmm. um, guests are being served, what that looks like from, like, behind the scenes and, you know, how that You know, on average, how many meals, what that looks like, feels like, and then what the bigger picture is going forward as we continue to kind of change our services a little bit?
2: Mm hmm. Um, We do, where we were doing in the winter months, 650 meals
0: a day. A day.
1: That's more than most restaurants in town. (laughs) 650. Were you serving that that
0: that? many wings? Well, maybe that many wings, but I don't know about that many (laughs) meals. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but the thing was, being at a restaurant, you had a set menu. Yep. This
0: is scratch cooking. It's, scratch cooking. Yeah. Okay. I, for for if my I don't know if my parents listen to this, but um, they're gonna know that I may not. I might need that to find Tony. Okay. Like scratch
2: cooking. Scratch cooking. <laughs> <Not> um, a... <laughs> okay. You know, um, to make it homemade each and every day. You know, like to uh, like like to go in a restaurant and you order your favorite dish. Well, to actually make it and make it good that you know people will love it
0: i know and, and i
2: this is where we're going to be growing that we good i mean we're we're doing good we're doing good but we can always do better
0: i love that you do that that is that's always putting love into the meal right All my right, grandmother cooked from scratch and you yes. could just tell right that makes a difference you yes. know that you are putting your love and your skills yes. into something that's going yes. to nourish our guests mm-hmm. and that and they receive that they know mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. wow wow
2: Yes, and so the um, doing six hundred and fifty wow. meals a day. Now, as the seasons change, the numbers mm-hmm. go down, mm-hmm. and so it's it's gradually going down a bit. But you know, we're still looking for some really nice things, you know, to do in the summer, like uh, for lunch, like steaks and b- steak and potatoes for everybody. Uh,
1: Let me know when that day is. I think you'll be on vacation. Okay.
0: <laughs> More for me. Thanks <laughs> a lot. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, uh,
2: you know, ribs, I've been talking with um, Jeff and Sid, they're going to get some barrels and do the charcoal and so I'll be able to do some ribs, you know, to marinate them in, you know, in, in the sauces and, you know, the smoky flavor. Flavor, mystique flavor you know it's it's just you know the it's it's endless you know yeah. what we can do because one day I went downstairs I went down in the basement you know and it was it was cold you know the weather was cold snowing and I grabbed a, a can of potato ham soup Campbell's and I went upstairs and I said okay oh I'm sorry <laughs> I went upstairs I said, okay, I want you to make that for dinner Monday, and this was on a Friday, and do you know that it was, when you're going to do soup again? When are you going to do soup again? I went to um, Olive Garden, and I had a dish, and I said, okay. This is what I want to do. I want you guys to, you know, and, and, oh man, it was, it was good. It was Mm -hmm. good. And, you know, like the chicken Alfredo or broccoli and, and steak and broccoli with ginger. It was, you know, this, it's endless chicken fried rice and you know, this, it's, it's endless, you -hmm. know? Yeah. So to put together a good meal that people will love, that's, uh, you know, you, you know, and I pray on that, you know? know.
1: Well, I can remember, and, and Tony, you know him, so. Uh, my predecessor, the the CEO at Maltrotter before me, Chico Daniels, mm-hmm. um, and Chico used to always um, say when when visitors would come to the mission for the meet the mission lunch or whatever, and they would eat this meal, Chico would always get up and he would say, "Can you taste the love in the meal?" Mm-hmm. And and I think what what the people that are listening are hearing mm-hmm. is they're not tasting the love in the meal, mm-hmm. but they're hearing about the love that goes in the meal, right? Mm-hmm. And and You know, one of the things that we talk about at the mission is um, we can tell people all day long that they're loved and that they're Mm -hmm. they're of value, Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. you know there's another plan for their life. We can tell them that, and they can be and do more. Mm -hmm. We can tell them that all day long, but if their stomach is growling and they're hungry. They can't hear us, mm-hmm. and and you know an, another phrase that sometimes we use is that hope begins with a meal, mm-hmm. right? And and so so you're not, and and you know this because we talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not cooking meals, right? You are expressing love
2: mm-hmm.
1: and hope. Mm-hmm. And the love and hope and compassion of Christ in every single bowl of soup yep. or chicken alfredo, yep. right? That's what, and you know that. Yes. That's what yes. you're doing. Yes. Yes. Um, because and, can you feel the love in the meal, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to do table touches and get the feedback, you know, I mean, good, bad, and you know, sometimes yeah. Captain Crunch for breakfast, but you know, <laughs> but <laughs> no. we still love you, you know. Right. But it's you know, it's 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 family, and then with my staff when we pray and. I, you know, ask God to use us as servants. You know, you know, that's what we are. Mm -hmm. That's what we are. You know, and um, to make a difference. Before I leave, Mount Zioners, I want to make a difference. Oh, you already have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you, you believe tomorrow. Have. Not that we let yeah. you,
0: but that difference has been made like yeah. it's every single yeah. day. Thank you. Well, can you? I know you're married. I met your wife mm-hmm. at um, a recent dinner, and she mm-hmm. is lovely. Will you talk about you know just your family life? That you're it, to, as much as you're comfortable doing. How long you guys been married? Oh, we've
2: been married six, going up seven years. Okay. And um, Did you
0: cook for her. That's what I really want to know. She
2: cooks for me, actually. You nice. know, she cooks for me, and and it's great, <laughs> and it's great because I better like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're yeah, like you're it. a smart
2: man. And by the time I get home I'm tired anyway you know but most of the time you know but I have to make her meatloaf and, and the ribs you know that's yeah she had me do that.
0: How did you guys meet?
2: I met her through a friend of mine who came from Flint and he moved to Muskegon when he lost his son. His son is in prison and, and his he, he invited me over because I had no family. He invited me over for a Thanksgiving dinner mm. in Muskegon so I went there and his wife's sister. Uh, once, when we introduced us, we've been together ever since. Ever since. Was it ever, love at first sight? It was, and I never believed in that. But yes, it was. Aww. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And we are still together. When everything is going great, and she is my number one supporter, and and I support her. You know.
0: I love that you met her over a meal.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, I love yes. that. Well, if you think about yes. it, right, somebody... Can you
1: taste the love in the meal? That's
0: right. That's right, Tony. I, but, right, you said you didn't know anybody. Somebody opened up their home to you, yes. invited you to their table. Yes. This is what it's about. It's about yes. being in community mm-hmm. and serving one another well and just and saying, I see you. Come hang out with me, right? Yes, yes. Oh, and you do was, that really well. Yes,
2: and it was great. I had a great time, and, and I met my wife, and... And it's me, her, and a little Yorkie. That's her baby. That's, oh boy, He's (laughs) whoa. (laughs) What's the Yorkie's name? Alex Cross. After the movie Alice. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And for the like the first couple of years, you know, like 'cause she was living in Flint, so I would go down and and you know, and see her every other weekend and um and every time I come down for two years that dog bit me every time I come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> but now now he loves me, you know, we're we're a happy family, you know. <laughs> but uh, but when um, I think a year or so after we got married, that's when we made plans for her. And me and my brother in big, the biggest U-Haul they ever had, you know, we yeah. loaded up her house and we moved to Muskegon. You know. She would come to see me when I was living in Grand Rapids, but that would be Muskegon was closer to her job. It's like okay. five minutes, but you know, so that's why I live in Muskegon now. So
1: you're starting at 4:30 in the morning, and you're driving from Muskegon. I get up at 2:30. I leave by 3:30. Uh,
2: I haven't, and through the snowstorms, I have never missed a day, and I have never
1: been late. And we're recording this at four in the afternoon. Like if I got up at two thirty yes. in the morning, I'd be sleeping right now.
2: I usually am. Yeah, oh,
1: okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I usually one o'clock. Uh, you know, but I, it's, I stay. I stay late most days. You know, uh, yeah. by three o'clock, I'm you know going home, and and so then I can take a nap before she gets off at five, and then oh, okay. when she cooks, I get up, and you know, then try to be back in bed by eight. But <laughs> it's, <Yeah. laughs> it's it's a struggle, but it's great though. I mean, I yeah. don't I don't complain. I mean, I'm here. You know. I'm here for the long haul, and this, this is, you know, it's part of life, you know. And we're, we're, we're good. we we're, Everything is yeah. good, yeah. you know.
0: Well, so. I know we are really grateful for you. I, if there's one thing that you could leave our listeners with, mm. um, what, you know, just a, a word of advice or maybe something that you think perhaps um, they may think about but you know kind of behind the scenes, anything you just would want to share to say, you know what, yeah. this is something that I've been through that I'd like to tell you.
2: I would just like to just share with the listeners to you know, to put their trust in God you know, not in self but to put their trust in God mm-hmm. and and always always, always remember you don't have to go through this alone you do not have to go through this alone there's always, you know um, Mel Trotters has been truly, you know a blessing, it's been truly a blessing to me in my life, the greatest thing that ever happened to me and I'm not saying that because you're sitting here, you know, because I it was here. It is payday
1: on Friday. Oh,
0: but, but also, I was here I'm before sorry. you was here. But also, yes, you hang were. on, yeah. but Tony, aren't you Dennis's boss?
1: Hmm. I, I
0: mean, yeah. we got to talk about that a second. So, yeah. Well.
1: yeah so, so, yeah. will so I'll take that one. Yes, yes. Thanks yes. a lot. Yeah. yeah you're welcome. Yeah. Here to help. Yeah. Yeah. Here to uh-huh. serve. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that yeah. up. Oh, yeah. let's, so, let's talk so, about it. <laughs> um, Mel Trotter has a really interesting board structure, and I and I won't unpack it very far, but I'll say this. We have trustees, and we can have up to 30 trustees, and they essentially are the owners of the nonprofit corporation. Not, They don't have a money stake, right? But, but they're the trustees. And then the trustees vote in 12 members to be the board of directors. So... Um, Tony was a trendsetter in that uh, before he came to work at Meltrotter to, to run our food services, uh, we had an opening on the trustees and, and even the board of directors. And we really felt like one of the things that we were missing historically was a voice on the board of someone that had come through the program. Um, and. <sighs> I could not think of a better person to ask to join the board or join the trustees than Tony. So we asked Tony, and Tony um, agreed, Mm -hmm. and he joined our trustees and then our board of directors, and then – when he came on staff at Mel Trotter, uh, we were like, oh, well, now what do we do? Because you're not supposed to really because, you know, how can you mm-hmm. be my boss and then report to me and then write all of that? Mm-hmm. Um, so so the trustees in what I think was was such a wise move made an exception for Tony to um, no longer be on the board of directors, but to be a trustee. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he serves as a trustee. And he, I'll just share from my perspective. Um, It has been, I think you've been on now three years or something Mm -hmm, like that. mm -hmm. It has been invaluable in these meetings Mm -hmm. to have that voice of experience there, Mm -hmm. to be able to speak to how guests might be feeling Mm -hmm. or how something might impact them. And, um, you know, and and to show Tony's, uh, I think it's already come across, but to show Tony's humility, right? Right. the first year or two that he was on the trustees, I can remember several times Tony would come up to me and go, I I, I don't know if, if if you want me on here because I don't know, you know, I don't I'm not a lawyer and I'm not a this and I haven't done that and I haven't done and I haven't done this. Um, and and I think me and so many other people would just look at you and say, No, Tony, you don't understand what you're giving back to this organization sitting at that leadership level is invaluable and your humility, your grace, your wisdom, your experience. Um, and I'm not just saying that because you're a trustee, because <laughs> no, um, I see Beth giving me the eye here. Um, you know, but, but seriously, it has been invaluable. So um, so he serves in a really strange role where Thank he's you. staff, but also a trustee, <laughs> but you know what, it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so
2: good. It is, you know, and, and I was, I used to be intimidated you know, by the board, you know, when I go to meetings. But the ladies and gentlemen, the people there just show me so much love. It's great. I, I was telling Adrian this today, how much they, you know, they accept me, and I've been out to coffee with a couple guys, and you know, and it, it has been unbelievable, you know, because I feel like family. They treat me like family, no different mm-hmm. from nobody else in it is it is good. Yeah, I mean, great bunch of people. Great, great bunch of people. I look forward to going to meets now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, we have loved everything about spending this time with you here today thank you for sharing all of this thank, thank you for you. everything that you're doing honestly i think that people who have not known you prior to today are just sitting back going, wow wow <laughs> right. you know when i first met you that was what i thought i thought wow okay Thank you. he, he can't just cook he does all of these things and with a heart of gold thank you. always pointing the glory back to god
2: thank you yep. thank so, you so much thank you for having me
0: absolutely this, so this has been great yep Yep. So, listener, thank you, as always, for joining us here each and every week on Everyday Humanity. We are very blessed to have you alongside us for this ride, and we will see you all here next week.